I don't believe it. That's Clone Force 99. This is Wrecker, Hunter, Echo, Tech, and Crosshair. Obviously, we are different. We're all you're getting. We're all you need. They call themselves the Bad Batch. Experimental Unit Clone Force 99. The defective clones with the uh, desirable mutations. This is one meeting I don't want to miss. And welcome to another edition of the Dad Batch Podcast, episode 25. My name is Steven Schultz, and I am your host in the pilot seat today. And you know I can't do it alone. With us, as always, the other Dad Batchers, your space daddies. First up, the man himself, clone obvious, it's Joe Lara. <laughs> How are you, man? Obviously doing well. Doing great, man. Yeah, always a pleasure to be with you guys. Always look forward to Wednesdays, and here we are. I feel like it's been so long since I heard from you, but it's just been a week. It has been. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How are you? How was your week? It's been pretty good. Um, Just kind of get back and swing of things. The fun thing I got to do this weekend was hang out with Ramey for a little bit. Um, Actually, all day. Uh, I'm sure we'll talk about that later. But, um, but dude, it's just like... It's one thing to have a relationship, like a long distance relationship, like a lot of us have now, you know, <laughs> but, uh, but to come together and, and just vibe and just chill. And, and, um, I was in, I'll talk about it later at the workbench because I had a really cool perspective to watching the man work. And so how long was that I'll drive? Just, uh, going up was three and a half, oh, three and a half. That's not bad. Oh, that's not and bad. And then it was four hours coming back home. Ooh. That's almost like a flight to North Carolina. I mean, yeah. For people that don't know, like Joe lives at the bottom of Southern California, and Ramy lives yeah. almost at the top. He's like yeah, the or 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 the middle of California in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah. It was, it, was a, it was well. Since we're talking about it, next up, if you need an undersuit, <laughs> you're gonna like the way you look. He guarantees it. <laughs> It's Ramey Shannaday. <laughs> never failed. You never you, failed to impress me with those intros. Thank you. Uh, I'm I'm good. I'm I'm in a different. I seem like I'm in a different place every week. I'm in a hotel in Irvine t- this week because I uh, am here down here for work, and and because I live in the middle of nowhere, uh, it's easier for me to just stay here than it is to drive back and forth. Because yeah, it's far. Although it's nice and warm, it's like there was like still snow on the ground when I left my house yesterday. I get down here and I'm sweating bullets. So. Yeah, man. We got nice, beautiful weather in sunny Southern California. It's, it's like it's actually California here. <laughs> so, and yeah, it was great to see Joe over the weekend. So we're going to try and uh, I, th- I think there's a chance we might be doing John's vest this weekend. So we might get to see him. Woo! Hunter's next. Hunter's next for sure. Yes. And then Wrecker, we're just going to have to save for... Oh, I don't want to talk about. I'm, it I'm right thinking now. Wrecker's gonna like Wrecker's getting me nervous. The more I watch, like I, I, so far I've been able to do like a shirt and a vest in a day. I'm thinking we need a whole weekend for Wrecker because that's there's yeah. some work there. <laughs> it's a lot going on. Um, well, 
Speaking of Hunter, back from his Uber Eats route, <laughs> delivering 50 cases of Nerf Nuggets. 50. <laughs> it's John Rodriguez. How are you, sir? 30 minutes or less, guaranteed. Good, <laughs> good, good. Uh, yeah, I'm back. I, I, I'm I, catching up to, to Brian on missing episodes, I feel like, because I've already missed two, and um, I, I, I hate missing them, because I feel like I'm missing like a, a day out with my friends every time I do, so uh, happy to be back. Uh, Costa Rica was cool. Um, yeah, so you weren't just delivering Nerf nuggets; no. you were out of the country. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, uh, a buddy of mine that I've known for thirty years is getting married, and I don't know why they keep they keep trying to one up each other. Because last year we went to Cancun, and now he's like, "Well, we're going to Costa Rica this year." So we were in Costa Rica, looking at you know the jungle and monkeys and jumping off waterfalls and and, and eating awesome seafood so yeah you were just you were just practicing to be the real life hunter right yeah yeah you know you had the bandana all you needed was the knife the vibro blade <laughs> yeah do you, I'm, I'm curious do your other friends know that you're into like yeah all this star wars stuff they make fun of me all the time cosplaying and all yeah that? yeah yeah they make fun of me but like i'm like look how so much you're still the nerd in the group yeah but i'm like look at the cool stuff i made and like oh that's pretty cool and i'm like well yeah i'm not like you know, drawing stick figures on a piece of paper. I'm, I'm making, like building stuff that I can wear, and you know, it looks cool. And so there's respect, but they still make fun of me for sure. <laughs> Thirty years later, that's how that's how you know they're your good yeah. friends. Yeah. Um. His burn marks smell like sweet onions. <laughs> it's the solitary clone, Brian Cook. Hello, hello, hello. I have it covered up right now in my hair. How are you, man? Fantastic. How are we all doing? Doing good. Good, good. You just finishing dinner? I did. I was I a little it. late um, coming home from jujitsu and making my food and getting cleaned up and everything. So it took me a minute. So I'm processing. Right on, dude. How's, how's your week been? I You've had a lot of changes going on in your scheduling over there, right? Um. Yeah. I mean, I've kind of been busy just like doing all kinds of fun stuff we went snowboarding again this past weekend oh i have a super funny story about because i told you guys last time i I like picked took up archery and i've been like practicing so i can like go bow hunting next year and uh i set up my target in the trees and like shoot all the way across my yard like 30 yards and um i was shooting arrows and i was actually talking to one of my old co-workers and i'm like hold on a second and a deer, a buck of all things, <laughs> literally comes walking up 10, 15 feet behind the target, stops in front of, right behind the target and just looks at me. He's like, how'd you do? And then just, and then just keeps walking. Doesn't Did run. Did nod? Did it nod? He, mean, just, he looks at the target he's and like, he's like, good, nice group. Yeah, there's no danger here. Yeah. He's like, eh, not bad kid. Keep practicing. Like Pat, he's like, it's, he's like, it's past season. Go ahead. Shoot me. They Go know. Yeah. It just happened. To know. So that was oh, a little know. discouraging. But oh, they know. I'm so sorry for you, man. That Yeah. That must have been frustrating. It was so <laughs> like, frustrating. So many people were like, oops, just miss on accident. And I was like, I can't do that. The, the ones around the neighborhood too, they're like pets. So kind of not really fair so yeah um other than that, uh yeah i don't know family's good yeah, everyone's good it's been levi's got good. school she's busy and and um 
my wife Tori and I might have a little project going on. So, but uh, we'll speak on that more at a different time. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I'm excited for you, man. That's good news. Cheers. It's Wednesday. Cheers. Cheers. Cheese. Lads, we've got company. You want to sit with us? That's never happened before. And welcome to the Marauder, the left coast Avenger himself, Luke Yates. How are you, buddy? Hey, what's up, guys? What's good? <laughs> Thanks for joining us, man. Thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Stoked of, to be here. Of course. How, how was your week? Oh, man. Um, it was really good. Uh, I was in Utah last week for work. Um, it was uh, really cool. little um, work and a little snowboarding, so that was kind of nice. And then um, came back to uh, my son like in the middle of like a giant uh, Lego City build. He's five, and so he's like been really into like the Lego City stuff. And so came back, and it was just like all over the kitchen table. And he's like, "Dad, we got problems. We got to get this thing built." <laughs> so been hammering on a Lego set all week long, and uh, yeah, sadly, man, it's like well, not sadly because it's it's awesome that they they love the city stuff, but like no Star Wars Legos have been injected into the household yet. Like they see them and they're like, "Nah, I'm down with this street sweeper lifestyle, Dad." I'm like. Like the two most sensible kids ever. They're like Danish city councilmen for kids. Like they're just so, just so like, just, I don't know. They're all about the logistics of how a city works rather than like seeing like the Marauder or like the Tidarian shuttle fly around. You're like, I don't know the, where this came from. They'll get in. The, the important, the important thing is not, not push it on them. Exactly. Let them, let them want, want They play it, lightsabers. Uh, but I kind of buried, I, I kind of buried the lead here. Luke, um, tell us. Tell the listeners how you know, because you know Brian, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, the two of you dropped in on one of our previous episodes yeah. when Brian was supposed <laughs> and to. And then got chased off by security. Working. That's right. right. That's right. <laughs> but uh, let the listeners know um, your history. Like, oh, what's the connection? Yeah. Well, let's see. Um, he, so my wife works in the same industry. Um, and she was a buyer for um, one of the accounts that Cook. Uh, so Cook and I both worked for the same company and um, footwear company. Uh, and he was the rep for the key account. Like, so he was the rep for uh, my wife as the buyer. And um, they, you know, like have a similar sense of humor, like we all kind of do and got along well. I met him like on a few different occasions. He'd come into town. We'd like go to dinner, get drinks and stuff. And then, you know, just like clicked as friends. Um, you actually came to my wedding too, right? Like you and Tori came up like yeah. 2008, yeah. I think. Yeah, we came yeah. to your wedding. No, 2010. 2010. I don't think you worked there yet, right? Uh, no, I was two years in. Yeah. At, at that oh, point. you were? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So then, um, yeah. And then we just became homies like that, you know? At what point did you guys like do the the pointing to each other, the Spider Man point where you were like Star Wars, <laughs> Star Wars? <laughs> two you ships like Star passing Wars? in the night. Two Star Wars ships passing in the night. Um, did we just become best friends? <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Um, how deep? Yeah. How far? I think that it, took dude? a while. That took a while because I think you knew I was like a freak like that, but you uh, I don't know. Didn't you kept show you, your colors you, just just the you kept it pretty low key. Oh, for sure. Because sure. I, I, I think it took a while. 
yeah, I think it took a while before I knew like you played dress up. Yeah, um, totally. That's true. <laughs> but then once you ex once you expose it to me, and I don't, I don't, I don't know. If, well, I think I you came I... over and you saw my Wolverine uh, costume, and you're like, "Dude, can I try that on?" And I'm like, "I know where your boys have been. Yeah, climb in." <laughs> um, so yeah, it just kind of like yeah, I think it just kind of started to meld together. We were like, "Oh, Star Wars! Oh, Star Wars!" And then it was off to the races. Um, and uh, yeah, and then he started kind of poking around like the the costume thing a little bit, and like probably also like helping pry me out of my shell a little bit about being a little bit closed off about letting, you know, friends and coworkers like know that I, I liked costuming and cosplay and building and stuff like that. He, he kind of flew that flag like pretty proudly at our, our company, which is a pretty tight knit crew. Um, but there's a lot of us. And I think he was like, yeah, I'm a stormtrooper and I'm down with it like that. And I was like, damn, my older brother's got moves like that. All right. All people right. are like, people are like, those guys are weird. And then secretly they're like, oh, dude, that's kind of sick, actually. That's yeah, cool. yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was perpetu perpetuating the weirdness by not telling people I was down with the sickness like that. What's, well, uh, what costumes do you have? Um, oh, what Star Wars costumes do you have? Star Wars costumes? Um, yeah. Let's see. So Empire Boba Fett, that's, that's kind of been my long lineage in the 501st and got me into like costume building out the gate in general like well yeah first or, off how long have you been a legion member oh um pretty <laughs> 2003 yeah 2003 it'll be 20 Dang. years this year Whoa. Damn, 20 yeah. years you're like a four you digit have, number are right? you are you three digit four digit four? Boy. Wow. that's my graduated high school i actually got to pick my number i picked uh on you know the old telephone it spells out boba just kind of sick oh, nice. Oh, nice yeah so i actually nice. got to pick my number back in the dizzy um, you still get to pick. Oh, do you really? Okay. Yeah, yeah but it's it like six yeah, numbers long now. Empire style. Yeah. 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 yeah, zip code. Zip code status. That's sick. Um, yeah. yeah, so did that for a long time. Yeah, Boba Fett. Um, I did a Vader a long time ago, but, um, he, you know, it was just kind of a side project. I never actually took the time to really finish him and flesh him out. But uh, Boba Fett, multiple, like, kind of custom Mandalorian design stuff. I fell down the rabbit hole of 3D printer and resin printer by way of all of you guys, you know, inspiring <laughs> me to kind of get into that and talking with each of you on the side, like, oh, what is that? What is that? And, um, yeah, so multiple Mandalorians. Uh, I'm actually working on a uh, Shore Trooper right now, which is approaching Looks sick. finish line-ish. Yeah, that'll be kind of fun. Which, uh, which, which Shore? Um, the uh, squad leader from the Mandalorian. Um, nice. I I like his belt buckle. <laughs> He's got a sick belt buckle. Um, That's all it takes. And I, I actually like the grunt, like just tonal color. Um, you know, just that, just that khaki. But uh, yeah, I really like the the squad leader's belt buckle. So I kind of fell fell into that. I like a little splash of the color too, but it's not um, not as much as some of the other ones. Um, and I'm working on an officer. So we have um, our garrison has Emerald City Comic Con coming up in March. And that's like a big one for us. We have like a big space and we do like multiple set pieces and just, just kind of a whole like Star Wars experience room. And I've got like costume shifts, but um, I'm actually like building out an Imperial officer just to have for like when I'm at the table on some of my shifts, just talking um, to the public and, you know, talking about potential recruiting and stuff. Um, but I'm working on Captain 
Tigo from Andor, the homie with the like poncho on Ferrix. He's got the imperial like oh. poncho thing. Like the, it's basically like Krennix, but it's black. Why have you not shared yeah. this? You know, we talk talk every minute of the day pretty much, but yeah, I guess I haven't spilled the beans on that one. So, um, yeah, my C3PO, he's got my hat on up there. You can see him up on the tip top. You're going to need some black riot troopers with you. I know. I know. So, yeah, I've like got got my shifts planned out there where I'm standing and uh, doing some talking for the weekend. So I'm like, I got to look kind of, kind of cool. I've gone to that con with Luke too. It's super awesome. So and Rogue One Vader, I'm almost done with Rogue One Vader at the finish line as well. But uh, waiting on the weather to get a little warmer to finish painting the chest. So, so. A, a story on on Vader because I think Luke kind of glazed over it um, when my wife Tori Death Watch Girls had an art gallery. We had a Star Wars theme show, and I at that time I'd known this was like 2014 2015. I knew Luke had had a Darth Vader and he was like, dude, I'll, I'll let you borrow it. You can wear it yeah. for, for this. So uh, he sent it down and I wore it and I was like, that was, that was what like got that me hooked. That was what, that, that was it. That was, that was what like story. got me hooked. Yeah. And then Tori ended up buying it from you for mm-hmm. my birthday or something like that or Christmas. Yeah. Yeah. I wasn't, and, I wasn't as like married to it at that point. It was just, I knew I wanted to like upgrade and do things to it. And I just was so focused on my, my Boba Fett and then kind of starting to branch into some of the Marvel costume stuff a little bit at that point. So. And I think you had worn it in Legion stuff like back in the day and, mm-hmm. and I got yeah, a couple it. I was like, oh, I'm yeah. going to join the Legion and then got on the yeah. boards and it was like, wah, wah, wah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was a couple of low profile troops that we were like, Oh, we needed a Vader. And you know, I, I filled the void just by being like tall enough, but, uh, it was, but, it needed some work. So, but the fun part about that is there's still a bunch of parts from that Vader. Mm. I still use. So you're still using oh, the, sweet. the shins, the capes, yeah, yeah. which are crazy. Yeah, totally. I relined, yeah, I relined the main cape, but yeah, like those, I still have them so that it still lives on. And Dope. that's what the got lineage. me into the Legion. So, oh, sweet. Thank you, that's Luke. crazy. Hey. And still my favorite. How do you, so I just did the math on it. How did you stay, how are you staying so active and current, not just in the Legion, but in, in the cosplay costuming community for I know, over 20 I'm years? I'm like 102 man. years old. <laughs> um, uh, I mean, so you started when you were like, what, 12? For sure. Dude, I started young. Like I started like, yeah, like as soon as I, so I built a Boba Fett costume for a Halloween party and like took like a Ruby's helmet and like tried to bond to it, like, you know, stumbled down the rabbit hole. We all do like webs, you know, website forums like Dented Helmet and RPF and was like, oh, this is, this is a larger thing than like cutting myself on aluminum, like plating from Home Depot, trying to make like armor and stuff like that for a, a costume party. Um, so yeah, that gave me the bug. And then, um, I mean, yeah, like, you know, it was 20, 21, you know, and then I was, you know, dating my age. Yeah. 23 or 24 when I joined the Legion and I was, I was like a troop machine, like the first, the first 10 years, like, we're, like we all do. Um, yeah. 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 You just get out the gate and just do everything, you know? And then, uh, yeah, you know, like the last few years I I've had kids, uh, my wife and I have, have two sons and, um, you know, and then the COVID era, you know, stuff slowed things down a bit as well. But, um, 
you know, I always try to like make sure I get like one or two troops in. There's there's a couple that, you know, near and dear to me that um, I like to make sure I'm like a part of like each season or each year, you know, but um, I'm on a like my kids are hitting that age where like everything which means it's probably going to get disrupted with a growth spurt or something because everything is like smooth right now. I shouldn't even be saying this. Rhythm is good in the household. You're going to jinx it. We can deal with each kid if it's one of us. Like, for, you know, my wife's like, I'm going to go snowboard with the girlfriends for a couple hours. Like, do it. Perfect. I got these guys. Let's party. And then same with her. So I'm stacking some troops out like already this year. And we'll see how it rolls. But, uh, you know, yeah, just try to just try to find the time. You know, I'm busy with with work and life, but, uh, you know, this this hobby, like crafting in the evenings, I've always been a night owl that that keeps me evenings, keeps the blood pressure evenings. It's (laughs) I usually wake up to like 3 a.m. text messages. My time. It's like midnight. Luke's just getting after it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I said a night owl. I mean, it's right there, right there in the tagline. So that's awesome, man. Well, you know what? Thank you for making the time to hang out with us this evening. Oh, I so, so appreciate it. I, I love listening to you guys and, and getting to hang with you guys, you know, in events past like celebration and stuff is good people. Good people we got here. Appreciate being right here. Right on, man. Well, thank you again, everybody for tuning in. If you'd like to interact with us more, it all starts at thedadbatch.com. This garbage is nothing like clone armor. Looks a little tight on you, old man. Yeah, at least I know how to wear it. That's right, everybody. It's time for the weekly workbench. All right, guys, who is working on what? So I'll speak up. I got it. I got to talk about my man, Ramey, and the skills, man. Dang, the skills. So we have the privilege to kind of hang with this guy um, every day, basically through this funny chat where there's emojis, there's gif, there's gifts, there's just silly stuff. But then we start talking about building and whatnot. And, um, and so we all know that, mo- that Ramey can turn out some like really cool modeling of things that we're just witnessing <laughs> like last night, probably right. That comes out on a show. So it's pretty quick. But then I, um, we, we all saw his, his amazing vest that he made about what, almost two weeks ago now, Ramey, I guess you made that, your, your Echo Vest? Yeah, it was a couple weekends ago. Yeah, yeah. And so um, I finally had a weekend day where I could uh, coordinate with him and drive up and go see him. And it was basically like a masterclass in like efficient, don't waste your time, um, reverse engineer everything, think about it a couple of times, and and then just go for it at the same time. So a little bit of of guts of just taking a chance and risk. And so I was watching all that happen as he, as we kind of put together this tech vest that we saw maybe a couple of really bad angles. And then of course you know we'll eventually talk about the show. There's another angle that clearly shows something that we missed. Um, regardless, it was incredible. And so now um, I'm uh, just grateful that that I know somebody like Ramey and all you guys are, are amazing. But just to witness you guys work, it's, it's cool. I remember watching John paint for the first time and then watching Brian just cut up armor like super fast. And I'm like, I don't know if that's going to go. And he's just like, whatever, dude, get out of my way. And he's just going for it. It's just really cool to see you guys go to town and be in your element. 
And I think that's, that's what I'm trying to get at basically is when you're in the zone, man, it's pretty cool to witness. So thanks, Rami, for, for letting me uh, tag along and, and, and watch. And thank you for that best, dude. It's amazing. He, he gets pretty crazy with the scissors because so like during, during, during lockdown, I brought my, uh, I wasn't lockdown or prior to lockdown. I don't, I can't remember, but I brought my, my Vader cape to him. Oh, that, and it was like, that stressed me out. Cause like, we're not talking about just some fabric we got at Joanne's or something like this is like a full on, this was like Im- imported Italian Ooh, wool, man. Like it was like, like over a thousand dollars worth of fabric. And then I'm like, okay, um, so I need it, this and this and this. And he just pulls up the CRL on his phone and just starts chopping it with these scissors. And I'm like, oh. yeah, but he knocked hey, it out. He, he like knocked out a full Vader cape in like you got approved in that. So an hour. <laughs> so Wait, the, did you, did, flex. I was going to say that the, the difficult part now is that, you know, with all these layers. And I think that's if there, if there's a theme to season two, it's layers. Onions. Onions. Well, well, it's a reference to onions. So if we say onion, that means layers. And everybody There's on, other this, things. on this pod there knows. Are, there are other things that have layers. It's not always onions. No, there's really... Enough. It's absolutely onions. And, uh, and so now putting this vest on underneath the armor that I already made, I have to make some adjustments. And so I would say, uh, John, you might want to watch when you bring your gear your kit like i don't know if like it's kind of flexible thank goodness fiberglass but there's some layers under that are going to go under that underneath that bad boy so if you if you're used to it being snug get get ready for no 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 yeah so well i'll i'll I'll, I'll talk in a minute when when you're done but yeah i i've already considered that a bit um cool so yeah so so Um, i'm looking at um i actually remodeled the season two armor the the chest and back again i don't know if i'm going to print because um here's what you can do with pla you can melt the crap out of it and bend it and shape it as long as you don't hold that heat gun too too long and uh, a little bit of evercoat paint and you will not know um but what you're basically doing is shaping an original that cannot be printed unless you go back and find somebody like Remy that can make it for you but so it's it's mm. kind of interesting. So I think I saved when I started trimming last night. I you know, you know when you get in the garage, you get your gear and you start cutting and dremeling and stuff, and you're like, oh, I think I went too far. Damn it! Um, I thought I was at that point of no return last night. Woke up this morning, looked at it with fresh eyes. I'm like, no, I can save this, and uh, and I think it's salvageable. So, going to try to prevent from reprinting, and. Um, and we'll go from there. And then I'll stop talking because while I'm going to go on mute and open up this really cool box that I got from JJ Industries. Um, and so I'll open that while you guys are talking about whatever it is you're building. So right. cool. Well, uh, if no one minds, I'll go next. Uh, I, I was gone the last few days. But before that, um, I had been trying to slowly accumulate ple- uh, my pieces for my Season 2 Hunter. Uh, Ramey... Uh, modeled up the uh, the new right bicep that um, that we see in season two, so I, I was able to print that and sort of mock up the paint on it a little bit, which I'm not unhappy with. Uh, I'll probably repaint it, but um, it's pretty cool. And I also painted, or not painted, but I printed this uh, the knife kit and the sheath. Added some magnets and stuff to see how it would work, and and it's great. But so rad. I'm going to yeah, th- this actually turned out amazing because like the knife doesn't fall out and it's all like heavy resin. Like it worked out really well. 
Um, but I'm going to reprint the knife in that like translucent orange, I guess. It's not really yellow. It's more like orange resin because um, I want the light to shine through when you have the blade up, you know. Yeah, um, is that all one piece or is the blade separate? Well, there, the files are separate, but this one is one piece. Like you can do either or. It's already so, glued together or whatever. Yeah, I got it. Yeah, this, yeah I printed this one, one piece. But, um, oh, but I'll probably just it, print it, it one piece in, in, that, in that clear resin and then just paint it. Um, what's up? Wait, no, don't print it in two pieces what? so that we can, because you want the blade to be in the orange clear and then we've got to put lights into the hilt. So they've got to be separate so that we can get into the hilt to do that. And what are you talking about? Cause I want to light it up. The right? lights. Well, no, I, I was thinking oh, of lighting up the actual, the sheath. I was thinking of lighting up cause this pops off this cover pops off and there's, there's a space for it. And and you know I printed that blue button and you have the red one at home somewhere for me. Um, but listen, I was thinking listen, I do. You got to go all the way, dude. If you're going, uh, go hey, easy does it, onion guy. <laughs> I'll, uh, I'll decide Ramey's how ready. far you go. But Ramey's ready. Bare minimum, I want it to. I want the light to at least shine through the translucent orange yellow part. That way, if you're holding it, it already looks lit up without having to actually light it up. Um, and and maybe I'll light up the just, sheath. Maybe why don't you just light it up like mine? Because that's you know it takes more effort, and I don't need that much tech in my <laughs> gear. Less moving parts is better, in my opinion. Um, and it'll be enough. There's if there's if the sun's out or there's a light shining, you're gonna see it. It's gonna be really cool, a cool effect anyway. So, um, I don't and and it's a really small. Uh, it's like really thin. Like this thing is super thin. So I don't want to start stressing out about batteries and stuff um but yeah and uh i got my uh jumpsuit my uh gray not gray my beige one piece jumpsuit finally i had to go through three of them to get one that fit right and i think it'll work for what we're doing um but i'm still waiting on a couple people i commissioned a few things uh the the gun holster belt and that side sort of like leather uh fabric armor on the side that they have and I also, um, and then yeah, the vest with Raimi once once we're able to do that. But once we do all that, I think the rest is somewhat, you know, workable. Um, we just have to figure out the gauntlet still, which shouldn't be too crazy. Um, and I think that might be it. Until yeah, you get more and, episodes, and yeah, more. that's the that's the problem. I keep watching. And I'm like, <laughs> oh shoot, like there's more. You know, there's <laughs> there's something there's something under there, or there's something you know, a line or or a detail or. Like what? What is that symbol? You know, so there's always something new uh, happening uh, each time we watch. But oh, and another thing I noticed that since we're on it, um, I was really worried about the knees because a lot of the 501st people with season seven of Clone Wars coming out, they wanted the knees to be detached and to be obviously detached. So when you move, it's like three pieces. It's not just the shin and the knee together. It's the shin, the knee, and the thigh kind of working in unison. But I just watched the episode. Where they're walking, I mean, uh, th- this last episode we just saw of the Bad Batch, and they're walking back after their mission, and their knees are completely in line with the shins when they're walking. So I'm like, done. I don't have animation. to detach it. Yeah, I mean, animation. It's basically the way it was before. No one's paying but, attention um, to those details. Well, <laughs> we have to wear it, so we have rough. to. Yeah. yeah, but I noticed that, and so I don't only have to. people that go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'm really happy about that, though, because the knees are attached and I don't have to do anything extra there. Just kind of figure out how to attach the one with no uh, calf armor. 
but uh but yeah oh and i uh i i got a, a daredevil helmet that uh it's not really my taste but i, I wanted to paint one and um i just clear coated it today so it's sitting in the garage there curing he chromed it it's gonna be not chromed. yet it, it is gonna be chrome for sure chrome i want to do like a it would look uh, sick i wanted to either though. do a a chrome one where it's like maybe he just ordered it and it's not hasn't been painted yet it's just chrome <laughs> or um I, I i was looking for old covers of daredevil you know where they use like funky colors kind of like with the old star wars comics too where it's like a purple or a green that has nothing to do for with sure. the actual color but i can't find any so i was kind of like ah i was looking for a, luke a is a, pl- like a plethora of comic book knowledge so he could be like oh daredevil uh number we, i was gonna say we should talk later a, yeah. <laughs> uh purple and chrome helmet <laughs> No, oh, not you know. Yeah, the covers sometimes they embellish the colors a bit, and yeah. and they look a little weird. So yeah, absolutely. Especially especially if it's you know like Daredevil, there's there's lighting at nighttime hitting him from like street signs and and stuff right. like that, and they use those hues on. on Maybe I'll do a cell. John shaded just starts with chrome. Version. He just chromes everything <laughs> and then works backwards. It's a good base. I mean, it works. It's a, it, it's and, metal. and it, John, you kind of it's a metal. place. It's a good place to start. John, you kind of approach things with the chrome. Like, I mean, you're you're trying to perfect the 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 skill right every time you do the i mean chrome. it's not i i don't feel like i'll ever perfect it because i i use the simplest tools possible like i usually use an airbrush instead of the spray gun and i use the spray paint version of the 2k instead of the spray gun so i'm still on a very amateur level i think in terms of quality but the, but I'm, I'm i mean it's not bad i'm turning out some decent results for the most part if there's no dust in the garage it's amazing um, chrome and yeah. go baby yeah, absolutely and at least yeah, in Star but, Wars, so much stuff is like the base is metal, like and it's like chipped off, and there's yeah. paint over top of it, and so you're always trying to get weathering down to that metal level. So if John chromes everything he touches and then paints over it, that's authentic, right? And and it helps me practice with the chrome too, because sometimes you know you figure certain things out. Even like I, I like to do high pressure on the on the airbrush. So it gives like a, uh, uh, you know, like a, an o- more open nozzle, I guess, like less fine, more, mm-hmm. more broad. Um, so it kind of simulates a bit of a spray gun, but a little, you know, less. Um, mm. But yeah, whatever. It, it's fun. And I, I'm not trying to get to any level. I'm just painting and having fun. So, uh, but yeah, that's all the stuff I've been working on. And the heavies as usual. Got a bunch of those. I'll, uh, yeah. I'll uh, do mine quick because I haven't done anything. So, um, I just give a shout out to Christy Jedi's closet on Instagram. She is making Levi's Omega jacket. So she's ready for celebration. And, um, she's been sending me fabric swatches and different materials. And Christy's just awesome. She made all of Joe's soft goods on his Mandalorian. Correct. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, all my soft goods that's all right there in the back. Uh, and she's just an awesome person. So if anyone needs anything commissioned, Jedi's Closet on Instagram. Her name is Christy. She's an awesome person. That's all I got. I haven't done anything. She was super good with communicating. Um, like, she, um, yeah. yeah, I mean, I, I gave her an idea. She had some ideas. There's DMs waiting for me in the morning because she was, you know, not West Coast. She's East Coast. And She's in Tennessee, right? Uh, just real- She's on Tennessee, and she yeah, has NDAs for things. So she is professional. Oh. She is definitely a pro. She was an early Boba, right? She was like one of the first Bobas. Yeah. 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 She's OG Legion. Yeah. Yeah. Damn. Wonderful person. 
Yeah, she made she made my boba flight suit. What eight years ago, nine years ago at this point. So. And she was um she kind of like I guess you know while she was doing some professional stuff, um for the for the clones, uh, her she was partnered with Kevin right and making yeah. a lot of the she neck made seals all our for the longest all the time. neck seals all the neck seals now, yeah, now he doesn't sell them but you go to her and you get them from her but she still it's sells the same them, right? one so. yeah yeah so if yeah. you're making a clone. And uh, even if you're doing 3D printed, I, you cannot go wrong with a it's an essential. Method of steering. It it's is an essential piece for sure because it's the next seal and everything's attached to it. If you want, like you can put the suspenders through it, you can do the the biceps and the shoulders. It's you need yeah. it. You, you can't you can't not. And so use that, that same that same um, method of of that webbing, I was thinking because uh, the shirt that Raimi made for for the season two tech, it's a white shirt. So I have some white webbing. I'm going to experiment mm. and see if it looks bad. If it looks stupid, I won't use it. But what I don't want to do is put Velcro on the shirt because I want to be yeah. able to wear the shirt on its own. And Without, slip. So right. I, I think it's going to be okay with webbing. If I weather a little bit, kind of blend it in, it'll be okay because it's it's animation. You know, At the end of the day, we're not, we're not trying to be live action. So you can get away with those things. So so different with animation. It'll be, it'll be different in the next episode. Oh, well, <laughs> it probably will. Right. Yeah. A different color, an extra layer, pocket, piece of leather. Dude. You name it. Yeah. That was all yeah. I had, though. That's it. I'm sure uh, Luke and Raimi can fill up lots of time. Um, so obviously we worked on Joe's stuff over the over the weekend. Uh, yeah, and to his point, like Tech's shoulder bells just. I don't know, magnets or something. They just attach to his shoulders. They're not, there's no visible strapping. There's, they, they just float out there. And so we're like, well, if we don't put Velcro on the shirt, how are we going to attach? But we don't, we want the shirt to look cool by itself without the armor on. And so we didn't want to do that. So got to get creative there. Magnets might end up being the way we have to go. But yeah, um, possibly. Um, all my parts are printed. Uh, including legs that I maybe don't actually need anymore. So <laughs> Dude, I saw those and showed them to me and they looked great. You showed them to me when I saw you. I modeled them from scratch because they didn't like, there was nothing else that was going to work. They're not, it's not clone armor. Um, so, Save it for the denizen. Yeah. For we'll, the denizen yeah, we'll build. use it for something for sure. Uh, that's, get some uh, oh, 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 that's oh, a good idea. Uh, 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 uh. Okay. Um, <laughs> So I did go today um, between work and, and the hotel here. I went and I got some fabric that I think is going to work good for making pants. So I did that poll on Instagram and uh, overwhelmingly, uh, well, I guess, I, so 41% said it's hard armor and 59% said it was just pants that are like kind of bloused at the bottom and tailored appropriately and stuff. So uh, yeah. so the pants option one, which is kind of where we had landed. And I will say that the few people that took that like, messaged me directly and were like, no, it's hard armored. You're crazy to think it, that it's pants. I had a couple pictures that I had lightened up and I sent them back to them. And they, every person that I sent that picture to changed their vote. Yep. So uh, we've got some references. I'll, I'll maybe, maybe I'll post that up, but we've got some references that like, if it's lightened up enough, it's like, yeah, it's, there's no armor there. That's, that's part of the thing I, I'm talking about. Like every time we look, we're like, wait a minute, those are pants. And it's like, what? And, and we've seen it the whole time since we went to Celebration, but now we're noticing, like, oh, wait, that's not, you know, like, those just look like the fabric on, you know, there's no armor there, except for, like, whatever, a little cuff or something or a, or the spat at the yeah. bottom. So, 
Yeah. Next week it'll change again, probably. Of course. I voted, I voted pants. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah. Well, that's I what won. And I've got fabric now. I have to, I, it's like a weird color. So I actually got something that was the closest and I'm going to have to try and dye it a little bit. But um, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, where, where do you usually find your fabric? From, I just find like Joann's. I usually, like a yeah, I usually go to Joann's. Um, if there's something really weird, I've got some friends down in the LA area that go to the like the, mm. the garment district and stuff, and they go into the, sure. the big fabric shops. And I'll usually kind of keep them fed with what I'm looking for, so that the next yeah. time they're there, and like every once in a while, one of them will message me and they'll be like, "What does this look like?" And, and I'm like, Sweet. it's perfect. And I'll be like, "Buy all of it, like the whole <laughs> roll," and then I end up Take with more than I need, but. Um, yeah. So, yeah, that's cool. How did you, um, and actually this is kind of like a question for everybody, like, you know, like for sewing, like, did you get into it like via building costume stuff? Like you seem to be pretty adept at that. Is that from that? I learned how to sew by making a Kylo Ren Damn. from, from scratch. Mm-hmm. So, um, Oof. what? At, yeah. Oof. A full <laughs> Kylo Ren? Yeah, my you're when I made so, Kylo, you're so crazy. Dude. Kylo was my second Legion approved suit, um, and I learned how to sew by making that. I sewed Velcro onto like pants <laughs> and stuff. <laughs> that and was how I learned. I didn't Joe, make a Kylo Ren. Yeah, and so Joe kind of touched on it. My my everybody's like, well, what do you, what do you do for patterns? So I find yeah clothes that I've had for years that I like the fit of, like if I've got a shirt that I like the way that that fits me and it, you know, it's faded and worn out or whatever, I'll literally cut it up and, and like cut it out into its original component pieces. And that becomes my pattern because I know if I make, like, I know I like the fit of that shirt. So like Joe's shirt and my white shirt are white shirts for tech and echo are a copy of a Van Heusen dress shirt that I had years ago that I just love the fit of. And Every like I've made probably six costumes for myself that are based off of the pad- pattern I got from that shirt. Yeah, so using that, that's yeah, that's amazing. Resourceful. I mean, yeah, those are the kind of yeah, like those are the kind of tidbits that I get out of this show, like listening, and I'm sure everybody else does too. Like that, you know, hearing that, like hearing you know um, John, like you know, talk about like variances he's doing to his like airbrush like those are those are rad tidbits you guys put out there in mm. the ether that's that's huge yeah. i mean i haven't like dipped into to sewing yet beyond just like hand sewing you know little pieces here and there like but i you know every time i need like velcro sewn onto a vest or something it gets expensive taking it to like an alterations place so might be it's so easy to yeah i might gotta buy a sewing machine about sewing machines yeah, yeah get 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 a sewing machine yeah. like so i my my machine is a it's a singer um it is it, mm. it says heavy duty so um and then i get i buy needles that are made for denim because they're usually a little thicker mm. and yeah, they're less likely to break in heavy duty and it, i find a lot of times if i'm having trouble and it's not behaving i just change out the needle to a new needle and then it just starts working like cutting through stuff like butter again so um youtube is your friend yeah why youtube when you have ramy just just watch ramy before the human youtube the direct bat line to (laughs) ramy i my sewing machine is my mom's from like the seven it's from like the 70s or 80s i think um it's super old and my dad one time when i was out visiting my dad he just gave it to me and 
I brought Sick. it home and I was like, I'm going to sew all the patches on everything. And that's literally what I brought <laughs> home for. And then I've, I've made like, you know, I've altered, um, um, Tori and Levi's night yeah. owls. I've altered their shirts just like freestyling. Um, it's, it's not, it's not incredibly difficult. It can be annoying, but 3d printing is the ultimate annoying, complicated thing. So anything compared to that is, is kind of easy, but yeah. just get one, Luke, you'll figure it out. You will. I think you will. Yeah. 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 I'll, uh, I'll be probably hitting you guys up if I start to slide that way. We'll hit Ramey. Room for I got to find room. Hit Ramey up. Yeah, <laughs> the man, the man cave is a little. Don't ask me <laughs> shit because I don't know anything about sewing. Jeez, <laughs> um, yeah, I'm working on yeah the storm the the shore trooper. That's that's getting close. Um, I I've you have you like know, forty variants of your mandos. Mando repeat five hundred. I know, I know. Yeah, that was the most recent. Yeah, this. Yeah, just the other day, like I kind of finished. Um, so I printed a couple new pieces. So I've got like enough that I could outfit like three friends in like full Mando <laughs> gear, and then it's like Perfect. we're almost like Hot Toys accessories where we can like each change out our gloves Swap twenty-seven out. times. <laughs> Luke, yeah, Luke texts yeah. me like every four days. He's like, "Check this out," and I'm like, "What?" what? I know. Yeah. Every time it's you a whole post new Mando. Every time you post, I'm like, where did this suit come from? It's like a whole new suit. You could like outfit an entire group of people with just your own Mando suits and do an entire photo shoot. Yeah. My kids' yeah. school must think I'm like breaking into safes because I go in there with like purple and like black hands the next day as I like sign them. Just, like, <laughs> oh, dude, like, me too. Like, me too. Exploding. Yeah. I'm an artist. Yeah. Like, vault machines. And- tell me yeah, tell me you make star wars costumes without telling you tell me you make star wars costumes everybody just shows their hands that's you, exactly that's how you get the nod from like the one out of hundredth person though they go oh that guy's making star wars stuff yeah yeah um, yeah so oh yeah did yeah did a new mando this this past week that was a lot of fun and um yeah just um yeah just kind of trying to wrap up that shore trooper i i would like to get that done before um our uh emerald city con uh, in March, but I don't know, like between like time getting it approved and, and everything, I'm, I'm not sweating it if, if I what, don't, but, uh, what are you waiting for on Vader? Um, dude, everything is done. Like literally like my chest armor just needs to go on my body after it gets painted. I've got it primed. Uh, it just got really cold here and I'm, I'm just kind of waiting for it to heat up well, a little bit. Act, and actually, um, you had it painted already too. Let's talk about I that. I did. Oh, fuck. Yes, fudge. <laughs> um, I did, and I I went to go out like the next day, and I was like, "What is that like little stringy hanging off the end of it?" And I picked at it, and I was like, "Oh no, that's like plastic dip rubber stuff." I paint, I primed this with by accident, and I had to like peel it completely off, sand it completely back down, and then and then reprime it, and it took forever. And then it butted up against the, you know, I'm up here in Seattle. So it butted up against uh, the start of nine months of darkness and cold. And I was like, sick, I'm going to be painting again in June. That's, that's so rad. Um, he was sending me <laughs> pictures of a chest armor. It was all sick. And then he's like, oh, there was like a little thing on it. And I picked at it. And then here I am. And the whole thing sanded down. Like all you the were like, don't off. pick at it. Like just clip it off with like nail clippers or something. And I was like, yes, but I know it's there. Nobody just, sees it, dude. It was from like, like the there. underside on the chest. It was like totally where nobody would have seen and i started uh, to pick at it and then i was like oh no it's rubber oh my gosh 
Yeah, so that was that was a bummer. Um, <laughs> but actually, um, I, I know some of you guys follow Rogue's Gallery um, cosplay. Uh, Aaron and Julie, um, they've got yeah. insane paint set up. They do their Iron Man and Ant Man and Wasp stuff. It's just bonkers. And uh, Aaron, you know, crazy. he's he's a friend I've known now for a few years. He was like, dude, if you and he's not too far away from me. He's like about forty minutes away. So he's like, if you want to bring it down to the paint booth. Let's hit that Dude. boy up with the, with you the should do that. His so paint I'm work is so like good. Just... So good. Oh my yeah, gosh. Like crazy. those Ant-Man pieces he it's just like... knocked out like the last few days are on That Silver Centurion so he did is like the best Iron Man I've ever seen. Ever. 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 Ever, ever seen. Ever. He's like, on a pro so he's on a pro paint level. I mean he could paint yeah, cars he's, at this point. Yeah. Straight yeah, up. Yeah. yeah. That that thing is yeah, a car, he's... essentially. Yeah, it told, yeah, probably. Yeah, it was about as much as a car. Like, it's so sick. It's crazy. It's yeah. beautiful. So, yeah, so I've been keeping that in my head about Vader. Just like, oh, I need to carve out a little space just to zip down to him for like a day, you know, and, and just see him go to work on it would be awesome, too. So pick up some some techniques that I, I'd I know, love to watch him paint. I know. I, yeah, I, would, I mean, that's just a class, you know, just getting to sit there and absorb some of that. So yeah. that's that's kind of my goal, I think, too. And, and Vader, there's no timeline. I, I just want it done right, you know, and and uh, I got time for that. So yeah. it's looking good. Yeah. Yeah, that's about it. Steven ain't doing nothing. We're being hailed. This encryption's new. This might take a while. Wait, did Steven oh. not work on anything? Steven? You didn't work on anything? Oh, yeah. Did, did you? Oh, yeah. What's his house? <laughs> he pushed the button. Did studio. I He's done. <laughs> studio. Well, my workbench is is uh, under boxes. Okay. So. I thought I thought Georgie got it all cleared out. I thought it was good now. He just didn't, just didn't want to exclude you. Well, I mean, that was today. just today. Listen, the box is not on his nightstand anymore. We were making progress, all right? It's one step at a time. <laughs> yeah, but as we established the other day, it's what's in the nightstand. <laughs> That's what matters. My workbench is my workbench is it's sad right yeah. now. So I'm just living vicariously through you guys. Steven right. and I are on the same program. That's fair. I, I dude, Wrecker, Wrecker's outfit in season two is so sick, though. Dude, that we can't even. Oh, yeah, we got that's no, later. Yeah, Okay, okay. <laughs> it's a work of art. Start the news. All right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> we were just trying to make sure you were good. Okay, so we've got celebration news to get into. So uh, the celebration has announced that they are going to be releasing on January 27th at 5 p.m. GMT time. Uh, they're going to be releasing more single t- day tickets for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, Monday is still available as of right now, but if you go look at the site, it says the other days are sold out. So they're going to be putting more of those tickets back into circulation here soon. Um, so we'll be able to get... Uh, if, for anybody that didn't get, you know, the full weekend uh, booked out or, or a day that you wanted, um, that'll be your chance. I also feel like that's weird. Is that weird? Oh, side note what? for London. If any, if we have any listeners in London, uh, I have questions about like London. So what? Um, what questions? Spit them out. The okay. Well, you know, just like. Uh, I don't know. Questions about is the is food good? Like, yeah. do I need to change my money out? Yeah. Like, do I need do I need to exchange my Dale. money or can I yes. just Bespin have Apple Pay? Bespin bricks. Can I just use up. Apple Pay instead. Yes. Oh. I would. I, I would Dale switch out some pants. Yeah. Oh. 
Dale Barrett. I'm regretting not buying tickets because yeah. yeah. I need. Um, yeah, Luke, you want to go? Come on, Luke, and uh, come Luke, on, Luke. Come on, man. Come on. I know, come on, Luke. dude. Hey, I'm easily peer pressured. Twist my arm, dude. You're in. Come on. <laughs> so, then you're, so then you're, <laughs> that you're. What, what I'm hearing is that you're coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let me just tell my wife. I'm just your guys' roadie. I'm like, dude, they need a roadie, listen, Dave. Like, I got to do this for them. <laughs> listen, <laughs> I'll text. <laughs> gotta help. I'll text Liz. We'll get this all handled. Yeah, we'll get this. Sort it out, said, please, dude, Brian. She was like, she's like, did you? She's like, did you want to do that? And I was like, I don't. You know, I was just in my head thinking like, ah, oh, young kids, London would be fun to all go to as a family, but. Now, as we creep further along, I'm like, oh, because she's going to Korea with her sister in um, Dude, August. Trade. So she's already tag got out. like do a you have a uh, Do you have a, an officer like, uniform, like a, a green one or gray one? I No, it's black. It's black, the one I'm working on. Because we do need a vice admiral uh, rampart. Mm. And you like have the identical look to him. So just, the just saying. 80s. It would work. High school boy. I I think <laughs> I think that just that settles it then. So get on it, Luke. I know. Okay. Well, so what co- well, what color is I'm it? Texting Liz is it right gray now. Or is it green? What do I got to do? I got to get on. Green, I got to get green, on. Green, gray. We'll, we'll, uh, olive. we'll figure it out. Yeah. Okay. We're start working on Rex. Post. Post. Uh, I texted Liz. She said it's cool. <laughs> Did you really? She said it's cool. <laughs> just kidding. You're going, man. No text. But Levi it. and I are going. Text her. <laughs> Texture, please. I really need Luke. I that really is cool. They're releasing more tickets. That's that's awesome. That is weird. Yeah. So weird. my my theory is at the time they probably did the original sale, they had a certain number that they were not allowed to exceed based on the COVID restrictions at the time. And mm-hmm. as we've seen, things are kind of continuing to open up. So my theory here is, and I, I don't know anything. I'm just, just educated guess is that restrictions. They, they know no. They know more now about what the restrictions are going to look like, and they've got a little more wiggle room than they had. So. Sweet. Mm-hmm. No helmets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Get out of here with all that. Come on, dude. Get wrecked. So it's uh, so we've we've got our first guest announcements that are starting to trickle out. So this week they announced uh, Anthony Daniels, Ashley Eckstein, D. Bradley Baker, uh, Giancarlo Esposito, Indira Varma, Matt Lanter, and Vivian Lyra Blair uh, will all be guests at the show. So. Are we doing? That's so crazy. D- Anthony Daniels is going to be at celebration, right? Oh, gosh, you know, that's like saying Warwick Davis the, uh, is going to be there. I mean, come on. <laughs> we're doing the Deep Valley Baker man. photo op together. Then we're doing it right. Oh yeah, we're yeah, we're just going to march straight yeah, in. Just going to we're going to march right up the the exit aisle. And we know you're in line. Yeah, we know you're in line, but coming through. Think, yeah. Do you think he'll remember? <laughs> do you think he'll be like, hey? I'm going to bring my Argentina jersey so he or, does. You know what we should do is we should just give him his uh, tauntaun armor there. Oh. <sighs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. yeah. Or at least the sho- at least, or at least the shoulders or helmet or wherever yeah, wherever the tauntaun is. That at least that piece. Dude, what if we gifted him a tauntaun themed like bad batch, you know, extra member style helmet? Listen, Horns. it's going to be we hard enough to get, get a our Kenner own stuff Tauntaun there. and then have like right. a crosshair figure like sticking out of the Tauntaun. <laughs> Try, yeah. <laughs> trying to bring a whole set of stuff for D is going to be. Yeah. No, not a whole set. No, just the helmet. Like just the helmet, like Brian said, or like John said. Yeah. Oh man. We'll, 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 we'll talk about it. We'll see. Yeah, he can pick up his armor. He can pick up his armor in L.A. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, be easier. We'll take it to him on Halloween so we can see his his yard setup. Yeah. There you go. There you go. All right. Uh, some live action news. Uh, so 
uh, skeleton crew has wrapped filming. So, um, so now it's all just post-production work, special effects, and we should start to get some kind of inkling as to when we should expect to see that get released here soon. Because usually once it's done filming, they, they start to get line of sight to that release date. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sundance Film Festivals has had a lot of Star Wars actors prese- uh, present, including um, so Alden Ehrenreich and uh, Daisy Ridley were both there. And in brief interviews, they both expressed willingness to return uh, to their roles, whether either in film or streaming form. So they both acknowledged that they'd be willing to do that. They also said they hadn't received a phone call yet. Um, although, and this wasn't in my notes, but I like right before we got on the air here, I was looking at something and uh, I'm starting to see a lot of buzz around the idea of Daisy returning into um, to the role of Ray, but in, in a Disney plus format that would take place during the sequel era. So it would be after uh, the rise of the rise of Skywalker. So I'll be down for that. We'll see. So I'm I'm hearing, I'm hearing when I start hearing the same rumor from kind of different directions and like, you know, usually when, when you get it, from multiple sources, it, it starts to uh, get legs. So we'll see. What were you going to say, John? Uh, well, I was going to say I had heard, because Skeleton Crew is still kind of like hazy. We're not sure really what's going on there. And I heard that it might be, because I, I, I assumed it was the same era as like Mando and Ahsoka. And, and, but I heard it, someone. It is. It is. No, okay. So that's why I, 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 I thought too. But someone had mentioned that it might be past also like further down uh, in the sequel trilogy line. Like like there might no. be some forward or backwards. Okay, because I heard that and, and I was like, no, like how? They, you know, yeah, like, they have released – they have – Lucasfilm has released an official show synopsis, like a, the little like one-sentence blurb synopsis thing for it. And it does say in that officially that it takes place during the same timeline as okay. Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, Ahsoka. Because someone credible said that, and I and it and it made me think like, wait a minute, maybe they're confused, or maybe they heard something incorrectly, or not, whatever. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to bring it up because it confused me. So whatever. But yeah, yeah, I think it's yeah, they're all in the same bubble there. Yeah. So I'll be keeping my ear to the ground to see if we hear more about uh, the possibility of seeing Ray in a Disney Plus show. Uh, in the, in Tech's live uh, stream, Grogu Adventure says that uh, she can't can't wait for Acolyte. So I've got a little bit of Acolyte news here. So you want to tune in for this? Yeah. So um, Am- Amanda Stenberg uh, was doing an, an interview, and she had this to say about the filming process and the exper- her experience on set filming Acolyte so far. Um, so what I can say that won't get me fired wa- walking onto set, I'll just say that this. This is vague enough. You know that it must take a lot of technical ability and craftsmanship to make Star Wars, but you have no clue how expansive it is until you're part of it. Whether it's the puppeteers or the costume designers or all of the folks from all different departments who build the sets, you don't realize how much incredible technology and foresight there is in every element until you're there. So again, they're filming this one in the UK, uh, just like they did Andor, and uh, and they are already in production with this. So... um, don't have we don't have a lot of details it's it i think we've we've talked about this trying to figure out it it takes place it's a it takes place before episode one in the timeline um we had a rough time estimate for that what was it do you guys remember what we said what was it what was the question how far before phantom menace is acolyte i know we talked about it but now i can't remember oh 200 years 200 i thought it was like 100 is that it okay i thought it was 100 okay 200 okay yeah 
I don't remember that stuff. Sorry. Yoda's alive at that point. That's all we know. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Sorry. Yeah. It might be 100 because uh, High Republic is 200 years before. So okay. this must be 100. Uh, that's, yeah, we did talk about that because it's it was not tied to the new to the old Republic era. But uh, is but Yoda yeah. like Grogu size then, or how does that work? Because he's like 900 probably. years old or something, right? No, so. he's he's probably old enough. Yeah, because Grogu's like 50 and he's just a baby t- waddling around. So yeah, and and Yoda's alive during he's, the High Republic era. So yeah, yeah, he's an adult still. Yeah, he's such a G. Yoda's little yo yo best. <laughs> So, and that is it for the news this week. George has this hopeful story, and it's something that he's reiterated most times I've seen him, uh, you know, after we've been making things uh, without him, is remember to make these stories hopeful. Remember to give that to kids, because they really need it. All right, let's get into this week's episode review of The Bad Batch Season 2, Episode 5, titled entombed with a running time of 29 minutes this episode was directed by nathaniel villanueva written by christopher yost with a score by kevin kiner the bad batch searches for an ancient treasure that stirs up a shocking surprise Hmm. what is that thing what'd you guys think of this episode (laughs) don't ask brian don't ask brian uh, I, I I'll, I'll start off. Uh, I thought it was uh, for for being a filler episode. I thought it was pretty good. Uh, that that walking angel neon event, you know, uh, neon Holy. Genesis Evangelion style um, thing. That first thing I thought of. Right? See, I'm not the only one. Yeah. Um, yep. First thing. I what, the, note of it. And that thing is too cool to just be a throwaway for one episode. There has to be more to that. Um. I don't care so much about nope, the heart of the mountain thing, but I, I'd, I'd hope we do see it again. Um, but that thing I, like melted down. It's done, right? The the heart of the unless mountain melted more. down, but there has to be more than yeah. one. Yeah. There can't do, Could there be unless more? it's okay. like some experiment. So they said that that thing was pre Jedi, right. right? It was ancient. Apparently, yeah. yeah. Oh, and if it's pre Jedi, I mean, that thing was like crazy powerful. What were the, those that and race really, it's it's more advanced than anything that we've seen. What's literally. that race in Jedi Fallen Order? Where 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 uh, they're the ones that like created not created the Force, but they're um, they're kind of like or like they were the OG Force users. Um, oh, shoot. you know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, it it could be those guys because the shape of the head of that thing kind of looked like those aliens a little bit. Now that I'm thinking, were they about in it. Fallen Order? They were in they were in yeah Rebels too, right? Yes, yeah, I think so. They were in Rebels. Were they, those the, were old they the force users? Are they the the wills or is that is no that no no? It's it's, it's a them? race. It's like it's like Rak- Rakatan maybe. Or I, I can't think of the name. Oh. But you know what I'm. I, I know I know, I know what you're talking about. about. And now this you're yeah. right. The shape of the head thing was kind of the same. Interesting. Right. Which I thought it I thought it looked like an Ackley from Attack of the Clones. A little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. Less mantis, but bit the, the the shape of the neck and the head a little bit sort yeah. of. Um, but I hope that thing pops up again, or at so least explain or, it. Organic cause... design, but mechanical yeah. execution. Yeah. Um, so this is the second treasure hunt that the batch have been on this season. Um, interestingly enough, it's the second treasure hunt. Also, that the mission has come from Fee. 
because the first one was to get Dooku's treasure chest or uh, war chest, and now this one. And they keep um, failing, right? So what's up with Fee? Like, yeah, she's well, a yeah, pirate. It's like every time that Fee sends sends them to get this treasure, it's it's always a failed mission. What 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 is? I don't trust the dynamic her. between Fee, yeah. Fee and Sid. I bet Sid owes her money. And you think if if she's loaning out the the troops to to go and and do missions for her, I mean, I don't know. Seems weird just to introduce some random pirate chick and. Have them go help her all the time. Hanging now. Out. Yeah. And she's like, I, yeah. you know, I was happy. I, I was kind of wondering because the, there is absolutely zero character development for any of our batch members uh, in this episode. Yeah. Negative. But I did like the, I did like the callback for the growth that Omega's gone through a little bit, even though she was really happy go lucky in this episode. When she looked through the kaleidoscope, um, in was it the second episode? Mm-hmm. She's like fascinated by looking through things now, and that's what gave her the idea to look through the compass. Yeah, because right. she looked at that piece to, of glass, to see first, everything, and then the compass. So I, I kind of like I appreciated that callback that you know she's learning from her experiences. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's about it. I noticed a couple <laughs> things. Uh, I noticed Hunter. Uh, was a little short tempered or not short tempered, I guess, but because uh, what was the part of uh, Fee? Uh, she kept like playing down things like they they almost died. They just escaped death. And she's like, ah, no big deal. And he was just like, you know, like we almost died. Like, what are you talking about? And she's like, ah, you know, whatever. Three and times. At one point, <laughs> yeah. But at one point he he told her like, I don't care, you know, and or something. And she was like, hey, you know, someone's in a mood and. I, I I hadn't really seen that at a hunter yet where he was just like kind of so dismissive where he's just like, I don't care. Like, get us out of here. We're, 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 screw the treasure, you know? Um, thought that was kind of weird. But uh, also, is Hunter Batman? Do you see him with his grappling hook as he was falling? He's... <laughs> that was wild, yeah. That was I was like, oh, it was like instinctual. He fell and like immediately, bah, shot it up, and yeah, and, th- and they helped him back up. Pretty cool. Um, <laughs> animated series, Batman style. Yeah, cool. yeah, it brought me back. Very cool. Um, Joe, what'd you think of the episode? You know, I um, I liked it because you know it's colorful again. So I'm, you know, the first couple episodes are really dark. So I'm, I'm looking at the visuals right away, and um. You know, so that was exciting to see more more looks of the characters. But as far as the show, um, it was good. I I think uh, we're just getting introduced to to Fee, and um, I I've only heard this because I didn't see it when it first came out. But like when Hondo and, and really amazing characters first came out, there wasn't a great response. Um, they're like, wait, who is this guy? What he's kind of annoying. Like a lot a lot of a lot of initial. Um, gut reactions to what was witnessed for the first time. And then over, I, I didn't watch that character when he was first introduced. I watched the Clone Wars way later after they came out and I, and I started binging. And so of course I fell in love with, with Hondo Anaka really quickly because he's just funny, whatever. But, but that's the example of like, I think we're seeing this character fee come out really um, briefly, you know, here's another episode. We're not sure what to think about her. It's, yeah, it's filler now, but you know, if we're gonna get um, not just this season, but maybe a season three, um, there's gonna be something where she it, it, she's definitely gonna appear again, right? So, 
I think it's setting up what's going to happen. It, this isn't just one of those standalone episodes. And I think the same thing with some of what we called filler from season one. There were some characters that were introduced and we don't see them again. I wouldn't doubt if they're going to start sewing this, the story together at some point and, and showing this greater patchwork of characters and people and, and whatnot. So, um, but yeah, I, I liked it. It, it was, it was like an adventure. It's kind of like, um, like somebody already said it, like Indiana Jones. I felt like I was on the Indiana Jones ride. Oh yeah, you know, absolutely. This was like a direct ripoff of yeah. of um, and Indy three. But but Joe, you just said you felt like you were on the Indiana Jones ride. The like yeah. I kept I kept coming like the musical cues in this were very Indiana Jones, but specifically what you hear on the ride. Yeah, like, like yeah. more than than any of the films. It was you're right. It was the ride. Yeah. So I mean, they could have told the story real simple, but with the music. Uh, the Kiner brothers are just on point, right? So all of it together, the visuals, the music, they can make something simple, really cool to watch. You know, we always say that Star Wars doesn't do anything um, by happenstance, right? <laughs> Everything has a reason. I, I just have this like weird, sneaky feeling that this episode is going to matter for like in the grand scheme of season two. We're going to be looking back at this episode and something that's what i'm I, saying i don't know i like, really hope just, not they just introduced a, a new artifact that that melted immediately yeah. but they also introduced this mechanical thing that we've never seen before that is you know like you said organic design but mechanical execution there's got to be more to it you know it's, it's not cool they it, put the stones from the fifth element in there yep i, I had yeah, that in that, my notes I, too yeah, that's yeah, straight yeah, out of the yeah, fifth yeah. element yeah 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 that's a nice little easter egg there um, I guess let's go ahead and talk about the biggest bombshell of the episode. Wrecker's armor. <laughs> that um, is literally, that's the most positive thing that, well, the most positive negative so, thing that came out of this episode is you're completely uh, effed. I, like, yeah. That's a uh, armor. You need double you know, armor? I'm just, under. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, Joe, Joe and Ramey, they get like yeah. nice soft shirts. I get a second armor kit <laughs> that nobody's ever made before. Hey, I got the solution, Steven. I got the solution. Just go to a really good tattoo artist and and just have that bad boy tattooed right on your skin. I mean, that so I'm I'm looking I've been I have uh, I've been staring at this split screen image of season 1, season 2 and now episode 5 costumes of Wrecker and he's literally got his undersuit, a flak vest, those Paz Vizsla pants, uh, a cummerbund, brown and yellow armor, <laughs> and also his clone armor. It's going to take you an hour and a half to get dressed. Dude, you're going to be sweating Dude. as you suit up. I am not excited now. Seven layers <laughs> so, based on that. But more importantly, it, like... like He literally the- has... he's Okay, he's got gauntlets. Yeah. Guys, yeah. he's got gauntlets. Wrapped in leather, <laughs> and then clone gauntlets on top of that. <laughs> the universe is cold, bro. The universe I is mean, cold. Oh, man. The, the, you know how many people have reached out to me today on Instagram just messaging me saying, oh, I'm so yeah. sorry. <laughs> Check it. Like, that's it. Just Dude. That's the test. So, check. I, I Are you okay, Stephen? <laughs> we, we might you have, have to, to pick and choose like, what versions we do. Like, so, so, so do you need to print, like... Uh, like, do you need to yes. scale down no. the chest armor? Like, 
like you down a little bit and print like a whole thing and then put your other one over it or yes. vice versa. I mean, is there any of it that you can build out I'm like potentially just for reducing so weight as far as some of the underlayers that might not be seen on the surface? You know what? I, at this point, guys, I haven't really touched anything on the kit anyway. I'm not going to touch anything until the season's over. For sure. Because by the time the season's over, I'm probably going to have a third layer of armor on. Oh, no. I mean, oh, I would just start cutting what you have in terms of what we see. I mean, that was a bad episode, and that was probably the worst part about it. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah, maybe there's an, an episode where he's stripped down a bit with simplified version. And you know what? I mean, typical wrecker fashion, right? He, he he would be the one to be like, "Oh, everybody's relaxing. Okay, let me put on my relaxed set of armor." <laughs> yeah, the the two two layers, not three. Did, did did you notice too? Like when he was casually carrying the pump with him, he had his backpack on, on his yeah on yeah. His armor. We'd like he's under armor. His backpack's just <laughs> hanging back there, like just under, he doesn't have his armor on, but it's still the backpack's still there. It's like it's like when Tech's gun is just floating on his belt, and like his holster's just empty, and the gun's just magnetically attached to the other side. We need an explanation for literally, that. Literally, I think. I literally, I think Filoni's like, man, you guys that are cosplaying these dudes, you guys are doing too good. He so. secretly follows us under some <laughs> other alias, and he's just like, he's like, guys, we got to go hold, back and like they're they're figuring this stuff out. We got to go make it worse. Oh yeah, those guys. <sighs> I was fine Who until I was fine that? until the the big kaiju blasted Wanda Sykes droid, and then I I flipped the table and I'm out I like that. I like that <laughs> droid, and then she, the, the thing just got new. I, she tried to cover it up by saying, "Oh, I've got his memory saved." On that was too yeah. easy. Sure, still got he still got nuked. That was uh it looked like that scene from Return of the Jedi where they're kind of from the perspective of the ATST and they're chasing like Ewoks down and you see them kind of but it was like replace right. Ewok with like a floating can of Dr. Pepper, like that little joke. <laughs> right. <laughs> um that was my favorite scene. Delicious Dr. Pepper. And there's another droid we should it, put together. And then burn it. Luke Luke should probably go before I Oh no! Or I can I, go and then I don't know. No, Before you, you I, totally. I thought it actually had kind of a. I thought it had kind of a Goonies vibe to it, um, in in spots which you know through Omega's you know kind of uh, dialogue and portion, um, and especially with her little kind of reader slash finder. I kept thinking about um, the treasure in Goonies, but um, yeah, I I think. I'm trying to look at it two different ways. I look at it through my lens and it felt a little young and, and I wasn't as like interested directly in it, but there were some cool beats. Um, and I, I think of like what I'm going to be trying to like show my sons, like when they start kind of breaking into Star Wars a little bit, I'm like, that's a perfect episode. Like there wasn't crosshair just annihilating people like left <laughs> and right. And no I won't show violence. them episode three right away. <laughs> um, but you know, that's, that's a cool blend to the, to the series potentially, you know, um, I, I think it's important to like have younger audiences be able to tune in and not feel like it's so dark for them too. So I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I thought it was kind of cool, but interest wise for like me, like in the moment, like, yeah, it was, it was a little filler, but the music was dope though. I, I kind of was picking up on that Indiana Jones. Oh, Kevin Kiner and crew kill it. Yeah. The Kiner bros. Sick. Let's hear it, Crosshair. Here so, we here we go. I'm <laughs> I'm totally good with get ready filler filler episodes 
um the last one was filler we talked about but it was fun rank (laughs) but it was fun right like the last one was pod racing right what was it very Uh, cool right racing pod racing the pod racing or whatever what i don't know what it's called but it was like very similar right it was like star wars tech was cool in it um uh echo was or no wrecker was in that too like it was awesome but this just this one it was before we started recording i was like well that episode of indiana jones was awesome um it was literally indiana jones i felt like they wanda sykes character is cool i didn't i personally didn't need wanda sykes in star wars because she's a very noticeable voice where you're mm-hmm. like oh that's sure. wanda sykes like i didn't takes you out of the really need, moment a little need bit. that it's not anything against her i just didn't really need that in star wars um her character was kind of like cool in these earlier episodes and this one was like it felt super forced um and then her interaction with Omega and Omega generally, I mean, I think last episode we talked about Steven, right? You pulled up off starwars.com that her special skill or trait or whatever. The situational was, awareness. Situational right? awareness. She was like a five-year-old child in this episode. And I just didn't, I didn't understand. I didn't understand that because she has made She's so much progress. Way too excited. But there she was a moment. So much progress in the. She did notice something. I, there was a moment. I, I guess. I when guess when that creature started making episode, noise. She I know, but Hunter she kept, reaching for his gun, Hunter, and she yeah. was like Hunter. And then they heard okay, the, the monster. So one moment yeah. in a in a bunch of I don't even know Wanda Sykes' character's name. Every time she would say Omega was like, "Oh yeah," because oh, she's a kid. Okay, it it was. She's a little kid. Yes, she's a kid. On an adventure. I mean, they are treasure hunting. Finding treasure she with a pirate. She she doesn't act like that. <laughs> That's the game. Ever. <laughs> I mean, she, she doesn't act like that ever. Ryan, I think I think she does. And and, and here's 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 my example. So I would I say that because she's a kid, she's very impressionable as well. Yes, she has situational awareness, but she is very impressionable like a child, like a kid. And you saw her in season one following Hunter and the boys down the hallway on Camino. Just Topping like them. Hunter, following right. every single move, and then look at when you see Omega and and Frey, or is it Faye? Fee, Fee, Fee. Dang it. Yeah. Fee, um, at at that little bar or whatever at the very beginning, um, her legs are propped up, just and Omega is sitting the same way as the pirate is, as as she is. They're they're sitting identical. She she's impressionable, and so she's like enamored yeah. by the and, pirate. Uh, and, and Fee really built her up when she was like, oh, you've got a good eye that yeah. you found this thing. She's playing it. So, yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. But I just feel like then they should have put those tendencies in earlier episodes in a more pronounced way. This episode, she was a sheep through this whole episode. She was a sheep. She She literally was just following whatever Faye was saying, whatever was going on. She was blind to what was happening. It just didn't. She was sense. enamored um, with the 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 possibility of, I, of treasure. Just, whatever yeah. you want to see, she, she's say, a kid. That's, that's how she's I a felt. little kid. Um, Imagine a ten year old. Oh, she wasn't a good soldier this episode. Yeah, she's a ten year old. It <laughs> went against 
what they've already put on the board. That's all I'm saying. It I went against like it what they put on the board. kind of gave, lended to her, like, in the last step, like, with the toy, you know, and kind of opened yeah. up her, like, childlike wonder a little bit more. Let her you know, be more a kid. Wrecker, a different, different perspective Wrecker was the, the was like, best and worst part about the episode because of his armor. <laughs> <laughs> But Wrecker's Wrecker. Wrecker's, you know what you're getting with Wrecker. You know? He's going to make some funny comment and whatever. Um, the, the the robot in the mountain, I don't know. Whatever. I don't know. It just... I was like... I watched it and I was like... Feeling it's a weird it like episode, Halfway right? like through. It just doesn't and it the, ended, I was like... It is weird. I, I just didn't like... It, it literally ended. We were watching the family. We were watching it leave. I was like, that's it? It's over? I was like... The, the, yep. The the big the big robot thing like I I I got like just that that whole thing in general like kind of kept pulling me into Rebels because in Rebels they had sort of the the world between worlds um, which we're gonna will be relevant again here soon it, where, where like it's like kind of have those outlines like the visual aesthetic like was very similar inside yes. like when it when it woke up like. It was it almost up, like you yeah. were you were in Tron all of a sudden with the lines all over the place and everything very much like the world between worlds and then and then the the visual aesthetic of it being so big and looming was kind of like Joe's favorite character the Bindu um, how he kind of towers over everything so I kept getting pulled into kind of on that almost that mystical ancient thread that they had through Rebels which was cool but I didn't feel like they actually committed to it enough to act to for it to have been intentional. It almost just felt like that, it felt like they were, it was reminiscent of it, but it was an accident more than an intentional thing is kind of how it felt. So I wish they would have doubled down and made this thing significant. That's what well, I totally like. We'll see I, the way you said that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, the, the, the Indiana Jones vibe prior to getting to it. Um, you know, we talk about the last episode being filler, but it was like fun. And I totally get what Luke's saying about like showing stuff to your kids. 100% agree with that. Last episode, I think, fulfills that. I wasn't bummed on the last episode at all. This one just felt like a complete U-turn as to like what they were doing and what they were doing with the characters. And it just, I don't know. I got done with it and I was like, mm. okay. So I guess we're on three I mean, in typical Star Wars fashion, we're going to do three probably arcs that are like arcs, moving yeah. the story forward. And then we're probably going to do three fillers and then we're going to do three. Probably. Um, yeah. Because how many? It's a 12 episodes or yeah, how many episodes? Is it? Well, we've got we've got the episode next week. And then the week after that is the double hmm. the, the mm-hmm. midseason. Mid-season, so that would make sense uh, that the next ever. one's going to be fluff and then it's going to be like It'll a be heavy one. Arc. It's a double yeah. And that, and you know, I mean, I, I kind of, I, I kind of, I get what you're saying, Ramey, with the whole Rebels thing. Like, you know, this, and you were calling back to Jedi Fallen Order, right? Um, and who knows? Maybe the people that built this machine in this episode are the ones who built the the father, the son, oh, and this, the brother, the whatever. World between worlds. The, what is it? Mortis. Mortis. Oh, maybe Mortis. they, maybe they're the ones that built the Mortis stuff. I don't know. And that's fine. If they want to go that way and talk about all this ancient Jedi, pre-Jedi stuff, cool. But what about clones? What about the cloning thing that they're going on in, in the mountain? Yeah. What about the liberation of all these clones? Yeah. You know, I, like, I, I think they're yeah, trying I, to I, I agree. I, into all that stuff. 
Like they're trying to spread it yeah, out. Yeah, but it feels but 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 even with what you just said, all that stuff, there's a lot of stuff that I think we are expecting that they're gonna get into and we're getting into the season now and they haven't gotten to some of this stuff yet. I feel like they need to get to it. Trust the process. I think what maybe? I was what I was trying to avoid saying is is there is there is some recycled stuff, right? Well, we already said Indiana Jones, but then I'm looking at I'm just looking at the the scenes where they go to the mountain. And they're looking for an entry. And I'm like, okay, there's the Lord of the Rings trying to go. Where's that door at? Oh, now here's a door, right? Yeah, there's, right. There's, some, there's, there's a lot of recycled uh, parts. But, you know. Well, I feel like it, the fans of Star Wars are also fans of all those other things for the most part. So they might yeah, try to and, sneak in things that. Which is why oh, we notice it. Which is why we notice thing. it. And we go, sure. wow, that's the same. But it's kind of cool because yeah. it's like, oh, there's a little tribute to that, or like you said, that the side of the mountain looks like a little bit like Lord of the Rings. Like lazy. there's, there's a little. Well, it comes to me. Off it comes off as people that like what they're doing and and you know are, are inserting other things that are that still make sense, but you can tell like, ah, oh, I know where that idea came from or something. You know, what if next week's episode is just a rehash of the movie Con Air? But instead of Nicolas Cage, it's Crosshair, and he's just like he's just snakes like, on a plane. The <laughs> Crosshair is Samuel. Yeah, oh. Oh. On a plane, we with, with, no, with Mace, Mace Windu. <laughs> that's how we find out Mace. That's how we find out Mace Windu survived Order sixty six. Is he's in the the Bad Batch episode of Snakes on a Plane. <laughs> Mace window, Mace window, Mace window is stuck on a on a um, Imperial Star Cruiser. <laughs> He's like, that's just overrun no, with no. with snakes. Oh, yeah, yeah. For your information, the stinger of a Yalvik queen is a delicacy on some planets. All right, guys. So let's um. Let's talk about myths and maybe things that are misunderstood by those that are not in costuming. So those that are on the outside considering diving in, maybe considering, ooh, should I? I see I see certain folks on Instagram. I see certain folks at, at cons, and it looks really fun. What are some of the common myths amongst the whole thing that you think maybe uh, people should know, or maybe deterrence, or whatnot. I mean, it, it it can go any any which way direction you want with that one. Uh, I mean, off the top of my head, that it the myth that it costs a lot of money to get mm. into it is true. Have fun. <laughs> it doesn't. Well, I mean, it does at a certain point. It depends, <laughs> um, right? Depends on how far you fall down the rabbit hole. But but get, but getting into go. it, you can you can do it bare minimum. Um, well, what is the depends on what you're doing. Show? Yeah, it depends on what you're doing, but I mean, if you're getting into cosplay, you're not like, I mean, you might be shooting for the stars at a Halloween party trying to build a Boba Fett costume, but <laughs> it doesn't have to be perfect out of the gate. And I think as as long as you start somewhere, it doesn't have to be expensive. And and I think that's a deterrent from, you know, I have people message me um, through Instagram, um, and and a lot of that comes across as cost. Like, how is it so expensive? Like, you know, you have so many suits and da da da, but some of that is upfront cost, you know, maybe buying a printer to do some of that. But, um, you know, if you're starting out, I mean, practice, practice with, with foams and, and, you know, cardstock and, you know, Sintra, I built so much of, uh, my first couple versions of Boba Fett out of Sintra and, and that's, you can get that scrap material at sign shops and for, for nothing, you know? Um, I, I think that's the myth for me. 
That's a great one. The really awesome stuff is expensive, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. Being, hard, being awesome is expensive. <laughs> <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, you look at your Deadpool, you're like, that's awesome. You're all, yeah, that's expensive. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was like the price of a used Hyundai, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I would say that the myth about uh, dating a cosplayer is glamorous <laughs> is uh, <laughs> not entirely accurate. Um, oh my gosh, dude. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. We all know. Once you go cosplayer. Um, <laughs> no, I, I would say that the myth, I mean, there's, there's almost been this, like, it's not even a myth. It's almost like a misconception because people, people always ask us questions, right? Mm-hmm. How do you build this? How are you approaching this? This and that. We have no clue. Mm. Like we. That's fair. Yeah. There are people out there that know way more than us. We just like to talk about it. That's it. That's literally the difference. Um, a lot of trial and error, but absolutely from the beginning when when I decide that I want to um, wear a costume for a character that I like, that's where it starts. It, it doesn't start from a place of like, oh, I have this material and and this way to execute it and this way to build. Absolutely not. I have no idea what I'm doing. Something for me that I I, I see a lot, uh, it's more so now than when I started. But like people are like really heavy into using like spray guns and like high end paint, and uh, I think you don't necessarily need it, especially when you're starting. You definitely don't need it. You can obviously work your way up if you want higher quality paint jobs and this and that. But a lot of people that are doing that like to not diss, but they like to kind of cast a shadow over spray paints. And I feel like spray paints are your bread and butter in terms of painting costumes or, or props, whatever, because it's cheap. You can go you know, Home Depot and buy any spray paint you want, essentially. Or if you want to go to an art store, yep. get some Montana or whatever. It's still accessible and somewhat affordable compared to you know, buying an Iowata spray gun and, and a compressor and, 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 or in trying to compete or not compete, but keep up with those types of people. I feel like that's unnecessary and you should just basically use what you have access to, to, to get the look you want. And that, that, that's, that's me. And, and I advocate for that a lot because oh, those are gummies. Hold on one second, baby. Um, I, I advocate for people using cheap spray paint. Yeah, they're new gummies, Amy. baby. Hold on. <laughs> Amy. Oh, my new I ate some new gummies. I did. I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I'll get you some. I'll get you some. Don't worry. That's not oh, fair, busted. Dad. I, I'm busted. But yeah, that, that that's my thing. You don't need super yeah. expensive paint to paint. Cool now stuff. go get her new gummies. Right there, baby. Look. The yeah, box. No, See agreed. the box? Now go get her new gummies. I got it. I, I would 95% say. 95% of the time I use spray and, paint. You know, yeah, same. and that's well, a lot, it's your dude, your then that's expectations the thing. of a lot of people think that these prop shops are using automotive paint and this and that. No, they need to finish stuff super quick sometimes, or like they'll get a yeah. detail change where they're like, "Hey, you guys need to repaint this in a different color." Guess what they're using? Spray paint. Trust yeah. me, they're using yeah. spray paint because I th- that's what I saw when I was at the shops I worked at, and the people I know that work at other shops that are like very very high up, they are all using spray paint. Obviously, there's there, there's applications. The expectations there, are no. Go ahead. The expectations are personal. I mean, you can you can achieve. Uh, I, I mean, I would use the 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 five of us 
as an example of the pictures that we've taken as Bad Batch, we all work in much different capacities. Like Joe is very detailed. I am the complete opposite end of the spectrum <laughs> where I just get it done. I make a mess. I don't care. But when we're all together. It's amazing. Yeah. How's it look? Yeah. So it's all personal expectations. You don't, you don't, yes, there are exceptions. It, it just like what, what Luke was saying about, you know, is it expensive? Depends on what it is. If you want to look like Iron Man, like proper, yes, that is going to be expensive. That is just totally. a fact. But there are world. certain things, depending on what you're trying to do, yeah, can be fine. But guess what? Mm -hmm. If you want to look like Iron Man and you don't have the capabilities, get to whatever level you, you can get to mm -hmm. and be satisfied with it and be stoked on it. And, and that's, I think that's the, the, the super fun power about cons, which, which was awesome. Cause really through Luke, my family and I got into it. We went up there and we went to Emerald city comic-con with him and put costumes on. And you're like coming from a Legion level and then going into a con it's different because as long as you look remotely like the character at a con, it's, it's it. You're 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 flying your flag. You know what I mean. You're you this is what you're about. Thing, you know? um, and it's so fun. So you have to manage your personal expectations. expectations. Yeah. yeah, that's yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I think so. Just to touch on a couple of the things because we've got a great list of stuff there. It's it, I can echo all of it. Oh, surprise, it's Echo. Um, <laughs> echo. But but to touch on a couple of the topics, like yeah, we people ask us, well, how do you do that? And, and what I always say is, well, this is how I did it, or this is how we approached this, right? And exactly. that's just one of many ways. Like we can talk about how we do something, but that's what people have to understand is that that's our approach to it, and that's our technique. And everybody's got like you talk about like. Oh, you 3D print. Well, what do you print on? Do you print on glass or do you buy the wham bam sheet or like, you know, do you hairspray or glue or tape or like, there's a million different ways to do all this stuff. And you kind of just have to find something that works for you. And, and if it's working for you, then just keep doing it go with that. And then the answer, I, I've right? said this before. Yeah. Yeah. I've, I've said this before. You can trade cost for time. Like you can take something, you can use materials that are not conventional materials and you can use crappy paint and you can use, you can save a lot of money if you are prepared to pour a lot of time into something. Um, and some people have a lot of money and they'll throw that at it. And then there's people that don't have the money and they'll pour time and their heart into it. Um, and both approaches are equally capable of coming up with something amazing. So mm -hmm. it's, you just got to work with what you got. Mm -hmm. That's a good one. Very yeah, good. Definitely. Yeah, I I was gonna say um, um, that very thing is 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 money and time, uh, that that exact same thing. And and I just happened to get this box from JJ Industries. That's what I was holding up on the live. And so mm -hmm. I could make these cylinders for for boba, but dude, this is metal, right? So it's aluminum. And then these little pieces open. It's machined and they open. Don't put drugs in that. I could put. <laughs> Eight, one, two, three, four, five, four five sour, sour patch. patch in there. <laughs> in or one doobie. He said no drugs. And I have a whole bunch of these bad boys. I have a whole bunch of them. Um, and there's 
and if you look at the bottom, Mandoa language is written on the bottom, like in super fine Damn. detail. Wow, that's wow. crazy. Like, I, I can't, I can't. Could I do that with resin? It's not going to look this good from a distance. I probably have to do maybe a, a three foot rule, you know. But this and, is this and is like. Joe has can't gone be down the path machined yeah <laughs> precise machine <unnatural>. parts <laughs> yeah i would have resin printed that painted it in two seconds and been like i'm done but, but this is a great <laughs> example though of, of the perception is like well i yeah. want to look perfect okay well yeah, what, what do you deem as perfect but that's the the scale is, is of it, uh, of options too you, you could have printed it like brian said print I it and have. paint it or you could get the precise yeah. machine part that already looks exactly the way it needs to with very minimal yeah. anything i, I you know or you could have taken a chapstick case and just. But you can achieve the same look. Okay, a hundred percent. You know what? What if the one? Oh, what if the chapstick. one used on the show was, oh. you know, a, a, a metal master, and then they just copied it in resin, right? I mean, what what is your level of perfection? Mm-hmm. Are you gonna do what they did? Or are you going to have the entire thing out of metal? And and if you're choosing the metal, why? Why? Um, I'm, well, I mean, some things are going to be metal, right? So I because it's. Yeah. I, I think it's it's. it's a flex. I, I got to say what it, what inspired me was <laughs> when I saw the up close costume at Disneyland, and mm-hmm. and I saw I saw this guy walking down in full boba costume. I'm like, man, could I make something that looks that good? I probably could. But a lot of things, you know, when it comes to these details, like, is anybody ever going to read what's on here? No, they're not. But I know. And at the end of the day, it's what do you, you want to do? You want to be better than the guy. What do you want to do? Not only that, and get... <laughs> someone already did the and, research and it... for you. They have the piece there that you, that you can just literally buy. You know, you don't have to be like, yeah. shoot, how am I going to figure this out? Someone already figured it out. Yeah. And, 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 and if I will... you're able to get it, then there it is. You, you got it. Awesome. I will say this too, like, I'm not going to do this for every costume I do, but I mean, look, look who made it. It's Luke Daly. Like these, these yeah. people that are doing this are at the highest level, um, of their, yeah. of their craft. And I don't ever intend to get that level <laughs> with metal, but if I know I, you know, I, I can afford it, I can do it. I will. But you know, if, if I happen to lose one of these, guess what I'm doing? I'm going to resin print it and it'll be fine. You know, <laughs> it, it'll be fine. You should have a I mean, set have just a in case. Cutter. Yeah. You have a laser laser cutter. Maybe you need to get a mill. Get a lathe. Yeah, yeah. Oh, get a lathe. Oh, you can get a wood lathe. Super cheap. Lathe. Yeah. Yeah. We always get questions like this, and uh, we always come we always come around full circle to kind of where we end up here, which is really ultimately, no matter how we approach it, we're just trying to replicate or evoke the emotion that we first got and we're trying to personify that in a costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if well you are, if you're the costumer out there and you really love gonk, gonky, the gonk droid, <laughs> because it made you feel a certain way, just, you know, build it. However, however it's going to make you feel that way again. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. Wise. It's like how Hera described flying. It's a feeling, right? Same thing with, with costuming. It's a feeling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Definitely. All right, guys. So that was that was a good first question. The second one's kind of silly, but I'm going to ask it because I just want to see what you answer. All right. Uh, the bounty uh, on your head. 
um, was huge and you got captured and now you're heading over to Jabba's palace. Um, you, you have to, you get to choose your fate though. You can either be told, Hey, um, that rancor poops a lot. You got to go in there and clean the rancor poop or Jabba's skin folds. You got, you got to get in there and clean that gunk out. Which rancor. one are you choosing? Rancor. Which one are you choosing? Rancor. <laughs> it's like a big dog. Love are that you rancor. sure? You know, Jabba's going to be laughing at you while you're doing it, too. Yeah, he's going to be like, Yeah. Oh, 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 Steven, don't do that. Don't ever do that again, Steven. Yeah, Rancor, all the way. He's going to be blowing hookah smoke in your face, laughing at you. Throwing little slugs at you. Yeah, throwing his like weird Salacious. little frogs he eats at yeah, you. Yeah, he like bites the head <laughs> off and spits it at you. You guys, Salacious you guys remember laughing the whole time? You guys remember in Return of the Jedi when uh, C-3PO was translating for him, and then Java got all pissed off and he Hits like him? slapped him, yeah. Yeah. and then there was like all this green slime, green slime. on C-3PO. That's what's in his folder. Oh. I know. That's oh. what I was, no. that was like. So gross. It's just slime. That's like fluorescent green answer. Yeah. That's like Joe's uh, Sour Patch Gravy. He was like talking about back during uh, Thanksgiving. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. Right. Sour Patch and water and Sour Patch Gravy. gravy. You would only hope it smelled like that. (laughs) It's probably not a bad smell. That was a bad question. Uh, Whoever asked that, (laughs) ban them. Please block them. Please block them. (laughs) Block them. Okay. I want to clean my gun and be alone with my thoughts. And I don't need to talk about anything else. How you doing, Brian? We're here. It's Wednesday. And Luke is here. So, uh, where can I go with this? Oh, who's that? Hello. <laughs> Hong Kong. Car alarm outside the hotel. Sorry. <laughs> um, we didn't we didn't cover this. Let's let's cover real quick uh, for people that don't know. Luke is Left Coast Avenger on Instagram, and he has a plethora of costumes outside of Star Wars. So his laundry list of costumes is long, and his him and his brother uh, are nerds in the in the most endearing sense. Can you tell us one thing, Luke? What did your brother turn his apartment into? Oh, God. I was like, where are you going with this? Like, Stevie introduced me already. We need to hear this. Um, uh, yeah, so my brother... Um, boy, I'll keep it, I'll keep it tight. Um, yeah. <laughs> my brother, yeah, is like a nerd in a different sense. He, um, like, had an idea to turn his... So he lives in Seattle also. He lives off Lake Union. He's he's a swinging bachelor, a couple years younger than me. And uh, he decided to, and he's probably going to be a bachelor a little longer with the way his apartment looks. Um, <laughs> or not. Tur- or not. He turned his a- half of his apartment, yeah, or not, into a like 80s video store. 
Like, no joke. <laughs> yeah, like, he bought, like, he went and bought, like... Like Blockbuster? There was, like, a... Yeah, there was, like, a video store closing, and he, much like Kramer from Seinfeld, like, just gets that <laughs> wild idea in his head, and he's like, levels, Jerry. I'm gonna build levels in my apartment. Cover it with pillows. Um, yeah, so he was, like... Yeah, he was probably, like... I don't know. I don't know what, you know, obviously we went to video stores as a kid. We're of that age bracket, but um, he like went and bought like all of this shelving from a video store that was closing Um, the signs, you know, horror adventure, like sci-fi and has like started collecting like VHS cases and like just building out this like wall to wall video store he bought like a popcorn machine <laughs> he bought like the counter I, i've seen pictures from the video store so. i mean dude it we, we need pictures like a now small video store yeah pictures yeah, or didn't pictures. happen uh, yeah <laughs> i want to see this sick. yeah like it's sick he's got an arcade he's got like a full-size mortal Kombat arcade that he bought years ago from somebody he's been slowly just kind of yeah he's always kind of been into that ephemera of uh is that the word uh of of you know, video store stuff. He's got like a candy section, like a little like candy section built out. Like it's fully merched um, <laughs> and lit up and stuff. It's a wild. That's so I had no idea wow. that you were going to go that route with it. Like bringing, bringing that in and it's sick and he would love, he would love it. It's called wizard video is what he calls it. And he's actually like created like a little like video trading um, homie. Wait a like, second. Can I get a membership to his video? Yeah, can we get a membership? Yeah. Good. He would they like punch sure your card wizard. and like every 10th, every 10th rental, rental you get a free like rental? That, dude, hell yeah. Yeah, he does. Yeah, he he's just, like full He just screws bill. with Luke and sends him a, a late bill. Yeah, like, kind, like, a couple months. Just rewind this next time? Yeah. Oh, be kind. Be kind, rewind. But, oh but, yeah, I'm a delinquent I, account for sure. Um, <laughs> I, no one knows what rewinding is. Yeah, exactly. No, they're like what? Used to be on tape, and they used to have. To well, you had the separate circle, rewinder. Yeah, they had because yeah, because you didn't want to wear out your VCR. You doing yeah. that? Uh, we had a race car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The red car. Sounded like it was going to explode every time. Like it was. What did it? And yeah. then when it when and it, ends, it just stop, it pops like, up. Gotcha, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows. Wow, this is the alien one of our listeners. We're so old, guys. <laughs> oh my god, Google Beta and VHS steps. But the, I, I, I old tapes, But I, I brought that up just because um, Luke. You know, I think there's, and even like myself, like I didn't really get, like I didn't like like embrace the nerddom until later yeah. and luke's luke's like lived it like when i was a kid i was super into comics and and stuff like that and obviously you know years go by and i kind of fell out of it luke didn't and he he's always been as like marvel movies came out like dude luke had a moon knight costume since i've known him and i was like yeah. i don't know who the f this is this is crazy <laughs> it's a show now right like it was a show on on disney plus um and luke's uh has a plethora of that from dr doom to you you name it he's got kang yeah kang the conqueror kang who's gonna be coming out like luke has like a super old he's he's always been as like the marvel movies came out i'd always go to luke hey what's this and he would just give me a multi-paragraph synopsis as i'm sitting in the credits running through a marvel movie and i'm going no shit wow that's sex lucapedia pretty crazy yeah, like lucopedia has got it down but it's 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 the where i'm like circling with it is like 
I think it was cool Luke, that you said like I kind of like made you open to like letting your your nerd flag fly yeah. or whatever and like you opened it up for myself and my family and you know we know this to other like you and I are are brothers at, at this sure. point but um for sure for sure uh it's been super awesome I'm really glad you're on here with us yeah. Um, you're one of my best friends. You're my brother. I love you. Appreciate you. And I'm um, super stoked you got on here. And Hell yeah, Hold I on. just want people to to check you out and follow you. What's John got? No, well, I was going to say, but, but <laughs> I, I I feel like you're 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 start, sort of uh, doing like an outro style of thing. And I wanted to say before we end this, I have a few things here that have uh, uh, other than onions that have layers that I wanted to share with you. <laughs> <laughs> what onions are delicious bricks have layers. layers cakes have layers <laughs> clothing has layers the earth <laughs> has layers and i'll stop there yeah it's, it's still gonna be onions from here on. <laughs> that's how it's gonna go but love you luke glad you're on here buddy. i love you guys too man yeah i appreciate you guys thanks for coming on luke yay yay Cake layers. Right. Cake layers um, doesn't hit. Onion, onions hit, dude. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that does it for us today, guys. Uh, thank you, everybody out there, for the onion emoji reviews. You guys okay. answered the call. Put cakes. Put the earth. <laughs> There's so many things. All right. Well, you know what? We'll, we'll humor you, John. Um, go ahead and leave us a review doesn't have to be good just leave five stars with a cake <laughs> and uh if the cake if we get more cakes than onions we'll drop the onion thing. do How's me the that? favor just put a cake in there we'll we'll let the listeners more people like cakes than onions for with sure. their with, you know we'll let them vote with their reviews Onion onions versus cake prove me yeah, right vote. people come on leave a review with the layered emoji of your choice Listen, onions are in everything. Just so you know. Not in cake. (laughs) Alrighty, guys. You can follow me at Stevie.kicks on Instagram, sometimes Twitter. Guys, let the listeners know where they can find you. Joe? Tech.badbatch. And Ramey? Uh, Thedadbatch.com. And John? Alpha Ignition. Brian? Oh, it's my turn. Sithin ain't easy. And Luke, where can the single ladies find your brother? Oh, man. Uh, <laughs> wizard video. <laughs> wizard video. Sign up for a, for a membership. <laughs> and then the rest of the dads and everybody can follow me at uh, Left Coast Avenger. Right on. Thank you again, everybody, for listening to episode 25 of the Dad Batch podcast. Be sure to tune in next week for episode 26. And until next time, enjoy your spice responsibly. Bricks have layers. Cakes have layers. Clothing has layers. The earth has layers. And I'll stop there. <laughs>